0: centered subject Um, the only podcast that is recorded using sticks stones and what else
1: mosses and eggs eggshells
0: i think maybe also hamster hair yeah and and that's we're back i'm and i'm jenny once again we are here we decided to do this episode because there was a mars landing And also, it's been almost a year since there's been a a raging disease. Mm -hmm. So this is a a Mars slash it's been a year kind of episode. Mm -hmm. We brought some contemplations.
1: Yeah, we did. We thought it was an important milestone and a relevant one for this podcast because, you know. We love Mars. Yeah, and we went to space the last time we talked, so we thought we wanted to go to space again. Mm-hmm. What's uh, So what's your weather like,
0: and where are you? I'm in Belarus still. If you listened to our last episode, you probably know that I went into hiding in Belarus from Los Angeles. Uh, My mom is here, so I'm just hanging out here and waiting for her to get vaccine. I'm staying at my grandparents' apartment. The weather has warmed up. It actually was a really, really cold and frozen winter here in Belarus. The river had frozen. I had to wear many coats, um, several hats. And then all of a sudden, just like that, things melted, like within... Just a couple of days and I still can't wrap my brain around it, how, how quickly it happened. There's a sense of spring and I feel like slightly more alive, <laughs> like marginally. Yeah, and then, you know, because of the Mars landing, I just felt like, you know, things maybe are turning for the better.
1: So, and how is the weather in New York? It's kind of the same. I really thought that it was going to be snowy and still forever. And then my friend pointed out some buds on a plant the other day. And for some reason, I don't do a transition very well. I don't know if I've said that before, but even that was a little jarring. And yeah, I've had the same experience with things like dripping and, you know, the spring coming and I feel it so deeply as an animal this time.
0: Yes, me too.
1: I've never felt spring in this way and everyone's really excited about it. I don't know that I'm excited. It's like, oh, it's a change. Here it is. What is spring? It feels like the first spring I've ever really had.
0: Hmm. I think because we've been so acutely aware of you know, of the weather, of like the time passing. We've been watching time like boiling milk, you know. <laughs> like with, yes. with you know, the days passing.
1: The, do, you the bo- do you boil do you boil milk?
0: Yeah, I you do. You sounded Let's so say...
1: comfortable with saying boiling milk and I was like, What I think
0: isn't there a saying don't watch the boiled milk? I'm not sure. I, I think there's might be one in Russia. In Russia at in Russia definitely. Like, I've, I've had like I've, everything is confused. But I actually did I've I've become so confused that I actually don't boil it myself. I have like a little steamer machine. It's like a little... Well, it's essentially like a a little metal thing that you pour the milk into and then you press the button and it foams it up for you. It's a foamer. So you can't even watch it. Yeah, I usually hear it. But then today something really exciting happened. I took it, you know, I took this metal receptacle and I poured milk into it and then I stuck it into the microwave and I turned on the microwave. And like crazy, just there were like sparks and crazy oh, smell. No. And What did you do? Just because you're not supposed to put your, you know, metal something into the microwave. Like my, some, somehow it like short circuited in my brain because I'm so, I just have these periods where I'm like quite detached from my body. And like I just go and go through the motion. But then my head is elsewhere. God knows where on Mars. Mm-hmm. So it was like that moment. And so I didn't even need to watch the milk boil. It cried to me. <laughs> it's sparked rescued it sparking milk so whatever however we can extend that metaphor into a yeah. day. no actually
1: i have a lot to respond to now with that um two things really important uh number one i'm recalling the geigo counter or whatever for in the milk in the milk in the chernobyl times that's right um, when i was recalling my um my early childhood Chernobyl memories that's right I you know just I thought it was important the like electronics and the milk and then also like I I went on some weird place with it's like now we're watching the milk on the fire and it is boiling very slowly but usually it was like as if it was like the milk was boiled in some machine and it just goes really fast and we're like okay come on spring where are you here you are you know, yeah. like, like, okay, now, oh, great. Now I get off the train and I'm going to go do this thing. And Oh, it's a little bit warmer, so I don't have to wear a coat. And so it's like, everything is a little bit like peripherally mm-hmm. seen and understood.
0: Mm-hmm. And now it's
1: like this direct watching of all of the little details, which, yeah, I'm into. I'm into, but it's, it's weird how I'm feeling like my body relating to it really slowly is nice, but it's also kind of a new way for me, maybe. I don't know i'm excited about it i don't want i want it to go really slowly so that i can really kind of take it in and accept it so yeah that's what i wanted to talk about too in this moment you just know, the weather like, just only the weather for 26 <laughs> this is really minutes the weather um, episode guys. granular granular weather weather phenomenology <laughs> i'd like y'all. to
0: describe the shape of the cloud i saw today
1: <laughs> there are 17 drops of water about to fall off the off the tree right outside my window and as they fall i'm going to name number each one of them and let you know and the- no i'm not going to do that that does sound like a kind of nice minimalist podcast though like i think some people would be into it i don't not have that's- enough
0: podcasts so i'd like to actually <laughs> should we start a- like a, another one, a branch off from this one yeah that one was it's just going to be minimalist spin-off. subject <laughs> minimalist object <laughs> yes that yes. one's gonna be really minimalist and it's only gonna appear once
1: like yeah. and be three spring. hours yeah yeah durational yeah. minimalist minimalist podcast yeah transit only only on the solstice dude yeah don't steal this idea you guys oh brilliant oh, okay sorry <laughs>
0: Start off with like a really light note. Do you want to talk about the dignity of grieving?
1: <laughs> yeah So I am really I'm curious and scared of grief and and I study it for my work and and it's something that I kind of have to drop into all the time professionally. I mean yeah I've I've been debating whether or not I'm taking this like two-day grief counseling <laughs> workshop for my work in march you know during this time and i can't decide whether or not i'm gonna take it because i think it would be too much but also i think it's really important just in life to learn about and like as a clinician to learn about but
0: yeah we hide from it for sure yeah we like a distraction we like a, a tv show or a new shoe instead of grieving yeah, yeah i mean I even today like...
1: i was trying to talk my mom was in houston and and during the big freeze and Everybody in my family oh, is yeah. okay, but like the whole city's freaking. You know, they're fine now mostly, mm-hmm. but the whole city's a bit traumatized and it's a hard time because we're still inside of everything and we're still
0: Yeah, oh, like we know that people have suffered. We know that other people have suffered. It's like even if you maybe immediate the immediate family hasn't been harmed, but you know that there's the harm harm happening all around.
1: Yeah, and everyone, everyone in this experience has had losses hmm so we're all experiencing loss and piling up losses and I mean I think you know there was that article at the very beginning that was like that feeling that you know that tiredness that feeling you're feeling is grief and I don't think we're gonna really have a picture of what happened to all of us to with various levels of grief until we're a little more out of this so while you're like right inside of it it's difficult um to experience it but one of but we need to experience the loss and we need to experience like intense feelings intense feelings are here to teach us something to tell us something
0: how do you think people can get in touch with those feelings or like how can they be less afraid to face them or yeah yeah, like how does one know that one has these feelings? Maybe if one isn't really aware of them.
1: Well, it's funny because you mentioned that thing, you know, of being really disconnected from your body, and um, yes, so so that's definitely something that I, as a brainy person, does. You know, if Would you're just you f- glue, like gluing? <laughs> gluing your head to your body. Disassociation is sometimes like a way that people disconnect from their from their bodies where you know a lot of times we feel our emotions in our hearts in our in our bodies you know there's the whole the Mm -hmm. body keeps the score kind of idea so people will you know trip out in their heads they'll avoid they'll deny and make plans for the future as a way to kind of avoid the feelings that are going on um, in the rest of the body and in the rest of our minds. I mean, it isn't actually yeah. the head versus the body. We know, though. I mean, have you noticed? <laughs> have you? These are my questions that will be on the, the the advertisement. Have you noticed that you cry easily in certain situations uh, or in don't certain? Don't tell film? anyone. Don't
0: tell anyone. <laughs>
1: have you noticed that you get like irrationally upset at certain experiences (laughs) (laughs) do you notice that if you know like a person flakes or something that it feels like a complete abandonment i mean like murder yeah so i mean for murder yeah (laughs) every (laughs) these things are happening there if things are outsized that means that your emotions are going somewhere and that's okay number one and they should be doing that right now because we're in this like time out of time Our relationships are all distorted. Everything is distorted. So what can we do? The cool thing that I think I've thought about and learned and talked about with buddies in the last couple weeks is that, like checking in with the emotions. I, you know, through meditation a little bit or through a physical practice on the on being that I just listened to, which was really nice. The uh, rabbi talked about lamentation practice. And um,
0: that's a podcast. We'll leave a link in the description. It's really nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, that this is a time of lamentation. And he talked about that. And I, I heard that word and I was like, the really emo goth part of me was like, yes, lamentation. Excellent. I'm good at that. Beautiful
0: words yeah a lot of really good songs right yeah and oh I'm yeah laid, I'm laid. something about you know when she's dead Ooh. never mind sorry i broke into a song but i might have that was just sing it at the end um, please do it's a really good song but well, yeah that, no that's great well so my thing is like
1: i think i know about lamentation but now i'm i'm trying to think about what my personal lamentation for now would be like or what a good an example of a lamentation that really does what you know I can connect with for me that that would help me to process things I I don't know because I'm probably dissociated and I can't connect to those feelings but that's really cool that like right in that moment you were like oh this one this is the one that is my lamentation that helps me get in touch with those feelings I think that's really good
0: yeah and I think I think singing, I, I find like singing really helpful actually because it's, yeah, you can use words or you can just use sound, guttural sounds and it's yeah. helpful. It really taps into something. Just sometimes really it's hard to put things into words as we can see from my mumble moment this, that's happening right now as we're listening to it. So yeah, that
1: that's when you would just maybe hum. And the feeling, yeah, the feeling comes out. The feeling needs, it's sort of like a little trapped you know, animal or emotion or energy that that's trapped and kind of wandering around, and it needs a way to come out, and so it can come out in song, or it can come out in art, it can come out in movement. For me, it's for me the the lamentation, the actual verbalization or singing is really hard, but music is really easy for me, and movement movement gets me I'm sure anybody mm-hmm. like everybody's had an experience of like running or, or being outside and walking or like I've had it when I was stretching really intensely and the emotion just like flows through you right when you hit that one pose or you do something yeah. meditation so but here's the other piece to it because that sounds really daunting to me and when I heard the podcast about lamentation I was like whoa I don't know that I'm scared because these emotions are really big and what am I gonna do but the the idea that we can even just Get into these emotions for five seconds, for ten seconds, for five minutes, and hold on to it for that long that we can like do little bite-size versions of it. All of that is good. A little bit of it is is really good. And um not every you know yeah, you could
0: schedule a lamentation into your routine. <laughs> That's right. You could be yeah. like, brush your teeth, gargle, put some lipstick on, lament.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love it. That should be in, like, uh, Ms. Magazine or something like that. Beautiful. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, to get in touch. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of this kind of positive, right. you know, aspirational positivity. Yeah. Checklists um, floating around, but I think, I think I've said this probably before here, but I just find those depressing because they're so
1: out of reach for me (laughs) yeah well they're also dissociative and they're kind of they're like bootstraps really yeah woman you're not allowed to feel feelings get it together be beautiful get your job going Ugh, like it's just too much it's like a gym coach of our Souls. Yeah. But it's real personal, you know? So your lament only needs to be as long as you need it to be, and it could be in whatever way it works for you. And it's like totally personal for you. So
0: I my ideal lament is for some reason I only think of this. I want to get underneath something. And like ideally I want to get underneath a couch and like hide there. And like like meow. A little bit this is feeling like like it's going into kink. Very Yeah, maybe <laughs> actually yeah i guess <laughs> gonna be what's your lamentation king like, dude yeah oh. i love yeah, it seriously but at, like a table is also good yeah protection yeah oh, that makes protection sense. i think so too yeah yeah just like safely like i need to find a safe spot to lament where like no one will i think also people sometimes say like oh no don't cry oh it's okay it's okay you know like it's like it's not good Let's move on to happier subject. So the Mars landing happened. Oh, there was photography. I was confused because I was, you know, I love the idea of Mars and Venus. (laughs) All the planets are great. Uh, But yeah, like when it landed, you know, and there are all these pictures, and everyone was like, oh my God, oh my God, look, Mars. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, I don't know. It just looks like the Karaganda Desert or something. Mm. Like, I just yeah i was underwhelmed but it's so far dude don't be underwhelmed so do you know how far it is understand. maybe that's because i can't understand how far it is yeah even though we went there to record our last episode
1: yeah geez Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> every time we make you know and uh, yeah any any success any success we have like you're instantly it's minor. not not good enough you're like I roll yeah, okay yeah mars travels
0: no but i was just like is it because i guess it's because i see it on the screen and i i see like everything is on the screen i can't even oh. describe it i was like is it fake mars is it real oh, you know wow. is it just like a 3d modeling of mars is it like Kubrick, it Kubrick
1: directed mars yeah episode. and i also
0: heard that like you know there were these sounds that like were released with videos and then somebody said that they were just not you know there was just like a, a soundtrack You know, like what for atmosphere? So it's like aesthetic mars you know like what and, Whoa. yeah and then and then also I I was just I was downstairs a couple of weeks ago <laughs> every couple of weeks ago that's what <laughs> no, I, mean I go every I go every day but you know it was just a particular moment. So there was this old rock that I've known my whole life like a big stone and then it was like this weird interstitial moment where you know it was like rainy and then it like dried up. I don't know it's like the earth was all cracked and I took a picture and I swear it just looked exactly like Mars yeah it so, was the same like <laughs> also conspiracy guys
1: yes they didn't really learn they didn't really go on mars is flat (laughs) yeah there are rocks there are rocks of course they are everything the the planets have the rocks yeah i don't think it's a conspiracy that would be a really weird conspiracy to 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 have to like no i'm kidding of
0: course it's not but i think i'm just trying to understand like why i'm not feeling as excited about mars as i I, would, I, guess.
1: I think it's not the right time <laughs> the planetarily right time. to be just busting out and going to other planets for yeah, you're right that's how i feel but you know maybe i'm conservative that's so true. maybe they thought it was going to cheer everybody up maybe it did cheer us up we were excited about it or we were like curious about it when it happened i think it's like been in a little bit of time so now we're like oh well, it didn't make everything better so oh you're right yeah maybe i was expecting too much from it yeah it's like, my friend watched it, you know? He, I was like, hey, dude, what'd you think? And he was like, I watched the whole thing. I watch every space event on television live. And like, that's cool. You know, there's something very like, religious about that or something. Like, it's kind of nice to engage.
0: Yeah. Also, maybe we're still looking for God every time, you yeah. know, we land on a planet. Oh, I think it's because, I think because, you know, yeah, I just expected this. I don't even know. Maybe I was just because of the moon landing you know and that's such a historical moment and we we've processed it as a culture in like a myriad ways mm-hmm. through all the writings and televisions like we did a puppet show about this remember once yes so, every, everyone everyone yeah, And so just with the mars yeah i was like this was you know our moment to remember mars but i think just because this year is so has been so confusing and it's hard to tell it feels like they're just this endless like momentous events somehow even though it's like very uneventful at the same time oh so it i love just that it's confusing
1: yeah mm-hmm. and and we're like this sad lonely planet on like a really yeah. serious way like this whole planet is having you know a huge terrible sick moment and then mm-hmm. to almost it's almost more lonely to be reminded of that to know that there's another planet out there yeah yeah but that there's no other people on it, it's also lonely and distant. Yes, yes. There's I no COVID exactly. there's there. There's something
0: loneliness yeah. also.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's like knowing that there's freedom sometimes makes you feel a little bit more lonely or sad or like you know uh, limited. But but then the Mars isn't really exactly freedom. I don't know. I I do. I feel like I want to be more excited about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, and I think that's because we are still kind of in our personal trouble you know we're still in it and we're we're trained to i don't know to just survive this moment and you know we can't really explore outwards too far yet i mean i'm excited to explore outwards in that like i will get a vaccine that will be interesting you know like that will be a mars for me like i don't know what the planet will look like to me as i walk around you know in my body planet of like not very afraid all the time of getting covid like that'll be that'll be like a real travel like that'll be a, yeah, no, that a new miss. place you know can't wait hopefully
0: but yeah it's interesting too also think about what happened to bodies that are trying to work from home, maybe? hmm um, mm-hmm. And work with sensations
1: and sensory, yeah. Yeah, what do you mean by sensations?
0: I guess I was thinking about the fact that this year I feel like OnlyFans has has been like a i don't know it's been in the news or it's been like a popular job work platform for people kind of mm-hmm. right and it's like working with sensations like although i guess like there's just always been like yeah. porn sites and stuff i don't know i guess they're just something and then there's this like clubhouse app which is um audio and yeah people are like yeah no there's different ways to form communities through each yeah. and they're like trying to do it through these like one through like the physical like pleasure performance of the other is audio i don't know
1: no i get it no there's like pe- the app world is like diversifying its relationship to our sensory experience so like clubhouse mm-hmm. is like social but it's just auditory and only fans is is like a very specific way of engaging with people sexually Mm-hmm. but it's not it is social but it's like
0: yeah yeah and they both
1: have like really specific boundaries around them and right um, yeah which i think are kind of good from a just me my opinion on apps like anybody cares but yeah i like that one's just auditory and i think OnlyFans is can seems pretty cool because someone can really control how much they make and what they're doing you know they're not owned by another person's thing and you know if they're doing something that's really cool they're gonna according to you know their fans and human the styles of human sexuality that are out there and changing or whatever then they're gonna get rich from it possibly
0: right and i think the distinction with those both of these is like i think maybe previously like this kind of chat because i mean they're there were other like like adult performers that were on platforms but maybe these platforms also were doing other things like they also just had content or something to consume is that like i guess only fans is that just like a so it's like a social network so i think yeah i think you're right like that's
1: that the definition yeah the weird thing about it though for me on both because i only spent a tiny bit of time on clubhouse yeah um Is that and I've and I know of people who have OnlyFans, but I'm not on OnlyFans at this point. I'm not a fan of anyone at this point. Yeah. But um it's like with influencers it's like the the context of like what's cool or what's an appropriate way to be that seems really narrow. Yeah. And very stupid and not at all and like very related to kim kardashian in some ways like you have to look like her style and you have to like be a business mogul and sell a very specific influencer kind of culture it's so that's
0: the clubhouse i think yeah it's
1: so narrow and i feel
0: like that's the majority though i feel like of the tech culture in general i think like i mean i got on it and then you know and i I announced myself in my bio as like, what am I? I'm the founder of Worrying Room, a Crying Room. I don't know, but I just, but I feel like there's not. And then I found other, like I saw other people that were also a bit weird. But I guess I need more definitely.
1: weird from both of them. They're
0: like napping, napping audio rooms. You know, like people, like room where people were just had it on as they were sleeping and things like that. They're like a little bit of like there's some. There was a room where somebody was just... Yeah, I think we were just, like... We were listening to her dog breathe. That's good. So, <laughs> that was I was I think... I was
1: there for that. I think, yeah, the ASMR world, that seems like they could they could yeah. cross-pollinate with OnlyFans. It's true. Too. It
0: was, like, ASMR, but I think it was also just... It wasn't even ASMR. I think it was just the semblance of being. It was just that... I feel like that we've all agreed <laughs> to, like, turn our phones on at this one given moment. Yeah. There's was, like, this kind of communal knowledge that there was like a mutual silence and I think that was really nice because you know everything else and I've sort of from all the kind of isolation and you know being in this kind of weird space in Belarus of like where I'm from here but I'm also like I've been away for so long like I'm kind of not like super connected to local Community and kind of would have these periods where I would just be on Instagram a lot or like doing things, but it's also like active and distracting and confusing, and there are too mm-hmm. many images and sounds and videos, and so mm-hmm. I really, I quite like that that we were just the simplicity being of it. We're together. Yeah. Not we are even being, being very normally silent together at a given moment in different places.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess it's like a Zoom meditation or something. No, it's different because it's auditory and and it's a new platform. So who knows what it's gonna be? Like who knows each- what it is? Yeah. So maybe we should, yeah, we can have our minimalist podcast and we can have a clubhouse where we, you know, count our melting icicles, I guess.
0: Oh, but I also read this funny article about how clubhouse apparently, and this was in Russia, they couldn't find them in English, but apparently I think when social networks boom in Russia, they, it it becomes like so intense. It's more intense than the States because everyone sort of gets really excited in this bizarre way. And so immediately they, they started to be, um, you know, everyone like needed to have a clubhouse account like every media every everyone and so they started to be these like work vacancies you know they were like you need to be able to present vocally you know communicate the brand effectively through your personality and <laughs> all kinds of things like that and that was really funny <laughs> I was like oh what is they actually because that exists in the copywriting you know the voice of the brand and stuff but then to be an actual voice of the brand like so funny and very radio too. Like buy those flakes from oh, Uncle no.
1: Chipper. Is this gonna be the reality? Is this what's gonna happen? Like every business person's gonna also cause because because yeah, of like podcasting too.
0: And, then, and it'll be like real. It will be real, real integrated. They'll be like, yo, we're grieving right now, but don't you think grieving would be better with a couple of our cheerful rice crispy flakes or, <laughs> or no so- something healthier, coconut, avocado oil blend
1: <laughs> so we're becoming we're becoming commercials it's like no longer is it like watching commercials on tv it's like everyone has to be a brand everyone has to push their brand and now everyone has to be the voice actor and the yeah. content creator and the like yeah and the food artists or whatever
0: yeah but then it's also like really you know validation from a brand is actually feels really good like yesterday so i got this perfume from this experimental um russian perfume house holy nose. And I made a little video like smelling it and I tagged the brand and then they like reposted it and they said something about like how I channeled the vibe of this constructivist artist and I was like felt so good. It's pretty good. And it would be like, you know, of course, like I'd be happy if like a person <laughs> reposted it, but it was like a brand and it was like a different feeling. I, I don't
1: know. Was it more than a person? Was it like a building? Re-post? I don't know.
0: Yeah, It was like a building. A building regrammed me. I don't know what it was. It was like, it was like intangible. And of course, it was just a human, like someone had to write these, you know, those words. But yeah, but it like felt extra somehow.
1: It was the right one. I mean, it, it was a good, it was a good reference, I suppose. You should cut your hair like her.
0: I used to have it, you know, used to have it's it. It's a cute like cut. A What's it smell like? Oh, it smells so good, guys. Okay, so I think <laughs> last episode, we also advertised perfume. So, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: then that was like the Mars. This is all we do now. I don't know, this is our new brand. Just perfume and space.
0: Today, unsponsored segment is the house is called Holy Nose holy nose and they do these perfumes that are very atmospheric and so the one that i got to i got one that's called black and it's inspired by the soviet avant-garde and it smells like just it had like a mix of like metallics and kind of plastics like kind of old dust but then also a little bit of floral yeah it's like Uh. exactly it's like kind of like a factory with like you know that like bakelite kind of plastic melting in the sun but also like a little bit of like flower like lily of the valley kind of like that kind of like Mm. sweet but like tart a little bit Mm. so that was that so that's called black and that's really good but then there's also the other one I got it's called fog tuman, and that one is just so I don't even know how to explain it it's like a cloud of like strange pepper but it's like so (laughs) sexy it's just a really gorgeous kind Mm. of I think like what happened it's like literally fog like i smelled it and like my brain fogged a little bit basically
1: <laughs> it's really good so mm. yeah describing okay. smells Go check
0: it out after describing so wait
1: how do you how do you buy stuff without engaging with it online see i can't do this during this time like i have i
0: follow my intuition i follow my
1: the, my internal consumer compass you just look at it and you're like that's gonna smell good that seems very...
0: Yeah. I, will I, like,
1: read about it? And then also, like,
0: I'm out to experiment. You know, I think I'm out for sensory sensations because I'm not, like, I'm not being intimate with people not because I'm so hypochondriacal.
1: But you want intimacy with a sense, And I so want like, intimacy with something.
0: Want. So I'm like, yeah, like, give me, like, something to smell or, like something to touch
1: it's like tinder but for perfume and your standards are not like super high (laughs) you're just like you're good no
0: i'm experimenting like you know i i like research it and yeah i mean it's like very good perfume
1: like you trust you trust the brand yeah
0: i trust the brand I trust the Soviet Vanguard first and
1: foremost. Yeah, okay. I mean a good a good reference to an artist that everybody you know that you think is really cool. I think that does make it
0: that sense. yeah, that sells it for me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you can like sell me things by naming I'm pretentious enough. Like <laughs>
1: I guess I have to say that my thing kind of like your perfume thing is that I play video games now which is weird that I it is like similar in that I want to experience things in like a more uh, bodily way and I want to explore and have like an all like an existential existential aesthetic experience but uh, I can't really move around either because I'm worried about COVID so yeah so I've gotten into open world games and they're just like nature games or they're like creating a world games on nintendo switch and uh it's been really cool because there's a lot of beautiful games that have these like worlds that are beautiful and that go on forever and like the the one that i got really into the guy who made it like referenced cormac mccarthy as like one of the person like the road as one of the reasons why he made it and like two or three other references when he was making the game and then i was like okay Mm -hmm. he like uses nature really beautifully you wander around you're an animal and you know it's reference it's about it was about loss also and it was about you know reference referencing cormac mccarthy And it was beautiful. And I had this like intensely beautiful experience completely, completely disassociated from my body. I felt Mm -hmm. really weird after three hours of doing this for the first time Mm because I never really did this before. And then, but then also it was so deeply aesthetic because the games they make now are so beautiful that it's actually in pandemic a really great way to calm down and not really use your brain. And in a funny way, I did use my body because I did weirdly feel like on some level i travel to another place it was definitely ai though like it was i walked in i live in some it's like reformed my brain a little bit too like i get Why people get addicted and like why they make like Black Mirror you know about people never wanting to come back from Mm -hmm. made-up worlds Um, and like the Avatar side sadness that people had when the movie Avatar was over they got really depressed I don't really have that but there's something special about like a phosphorescent beautiful flower world you know to go Mm -hmm. to when life is like really rough and just like take a little break it's like and I'll do the same thing kind of like you with the perfume. Like I'll just be like, oh, that's one reference. Great. I'll pay I'll pay ten bucks for this game. You know, same kind of thing. Like I've never played it before. Who knows? You know, and
0: Yeah. I think I however you want to amuse yourself and that's cool. Cool with me as we wait for them. The grand reopening of I just can't be like, was I the person who liked to have dinner
1: parties? Like who am I? I know, me too. I mean, uh a year I had my birthday last Tuesday and a year ago I had a birthday party and I was just like, Whoa like that happened i can't even believe that that mm. was a thing where will we be in a year from now dude oh, having parties every day like, you're gonna have a party every- i can I see you having i'm gonna have day. like
0: a large large perfume collection <laughs> 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 spritzing everyone with my perfume Nice. yeah nice. it's gonna be fun oh
1: yeah i want i don't even know i don't really let myself think about it too much honestly but um it's much better to be in the moment i think yeah hard enough really and i think it will open out this is this is what i just realized i think it will open out really slowly and our lives will change really slowly it's not gonna there's no going back there's only like going forward with what we have right now and who we are right now and i think there'll be an opening and all of these different transitions that we'll all go through, yeah. It'll it's just going to be like another part of it.
0: Oh, I'm suddenly worried though about perfume. I think a lot of people have actually, um, their sense of smell. Oh yeah, has changed, right? So,
1: yeah, that's another that's piece that we're gonna really have weird. To learn about.
0: We're gonna be I mean, it's kind of like a new human experience to be without smell. Also, um, if you're listening, I hope, and you have lost your sense of smell, I hope. It returns, or I hope you're enjoying or you're able to enjoy not smelling. I don't know what I hope, but yeah, I hope I didn't trigger you with my perfumery. Is what I really hope. Actually.
1: I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I didn't really want to smell the factory one, so you know, maybe they dodged a bullet with that one. <laughs> well
0: do we have any closing statement i don't i don't know
1: there is no there is no ending there's no, nothing there's ends.
0: no ending things continue things continue and we will continue the space exploration will continue <laughs> new perfumes will be developed more uh, raindrops will drop more meltings will melt more plants will blossom and yeah we wish you a very good christmas just kidding <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why know, not? That was
0: just my joke, sorry guys. I didn't prepare a joke today, so that was one. Won. Please if you listen this far, please rate, rate us or, you know, give us like stars and give us stars and uh, um, send us reviews. Uh send us book recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh chocolate.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh what are you what are your lamentation methods and how's it going?
0: What's everyone smelling if you're smelling? just curious yeah just get in touch you know let us know what's up all right over now bye